Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, February 16th, 2016, and I'm your host, Ariel Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. The next Pleiadian lineup will be in May of 2016, and we still have a few spots left for the ninth Starseed Crystal Quest to Arkansas, which starts May 15th through the 21st. This is a soul group reunion of what we call the Crystal Soul Family, and it's identified by having at least one of these six star markings, either natal or progressed, 25, 26, or 27 degrees in Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, Leo, Capricorn, and Cancer. This soul group has the rites of passage where crystals are concerned, and when they come together in Arkansas, it can be magical. If you feel the call of the crystals but you're not sure if you have the markings, I'll be glad to take a quick look at your chart just to see if those markings are there and let you know. You just send me your complete birth info with the exact time, date, and place of your birth, your current location, and send it to crystals, that's plural, crystals, at starseedhotline.com. We also have a weekend gathering in Arkansas coming up March 18th through the 20th, which is open to all star seeds and includes a crystal dig and the Quapaw bathhouse. We only have three spots left until February 18th, so please, if you're interested, write to Tammy at starseedhotline.com for more details about the weekender, and Tammy is spelled T-A-M-M-I-E. Tonight, we welcome Dr. Lori Moore back to the show. Her impressive intuitive abilities have benefited people and animals as well in assisting with the communication between the dimensions. She's appeared on many radio shows as well as national TV sharing her gifts. Dr. Laurie has written several books on animal communication, spiritual evolution, and personal manifestation, which can be found on Amazon. For our Starseed listeners tonight, she has generously extended an offer for a free 15-minute mini-reading if you happen to miss your last chance, uh, last time she was on. And for everyone listening tonight, she's giving the gift of her Anna Miracles DVD, and she'll tell you how to receive those later in the show. Her website is AnnaMiracles.com, and that's A-N-I Miracles.com. At the top of the show, it's the Starseed News with Anastasia, bringing topics of interest to Starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. We'd like to thank Vanya and Tammy for hosting the Switchboard this evening. And if you'd like to chat with like-minded people, we have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and we appreciate Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download our show podcasts on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk episode page using the cloud with the arrow icon. And we'd appreciate your support of our show, and you can do that by clicking follow on our show page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly show notices. The toll-free number for Starseed Hotline is 888-881-0881, and the Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings in your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. Remote healing sessions for people and pets are also available with Tammy. 
If you have a birthday coming up, you don't want to miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. But if you want a stage two interpretation of that chart, please make sure you order it two or three months ahead of your birthday to make sure you get it in before your 10 hours. So first this evening, I want to introduce Anastasia, if I can find her on the switchboard, which is really full tonight. And there she is. (laughs) Okay. Let me get that mic open for you, Anastasia. Switchboard's a little slow. Good evening, Ariel. Hello. (laughs) Yes, I'm here. Well, well, I'm um, so glad. Yes, um, me too. Me too. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Vanya just before the show. She lives up in Ottawa, uh, Canada, and she's just telling us that she they got 47 centimeters, which is like three and a half feet of snow in one day. So everybody, send warm thoughts to Vanya. Absolutely. Okay. You know, I think uh, we are really in a winter weary state at this point. This is when we are just longing for transition to spring. And, of course, the older a person gets, the stronger <laughs> is that impulse. You know, we're not make, out making snowmen anymore, so it's not so much fun. But this has been uh, a really exceptionally cold year with some uh, a lot of snow in some areas, so we're going to talk about that tonight. But let's start by talking about the sun. We do have a geomagnetic storm in progress. Earth is entering a stream of high-speed solar wind, and this is causing G2-class geomagnetic storms around the Arctic Circle today. Now, this isn't the CME that we've been waiting for since Valentine's Day, but instead, the solar wind is flowing from a coronal hole on the sun. NOAA forecasters estimate a 40% chance of continued geomagnetic storms today, increasing to over 55% tomorrow. And Sunspot AR2497 has a beta-gamma-delta magnetic field that harbors energy for strong M-class solar flares, so they're watching that. Our current moon phase is gibbous. It's a waxing gibbous, which means it's 68% of of full. Our next full moon is coming up in just a few days, about a week, on February 22nd, and that will be the full snow moon. So there you go. Those of you that are in the northern climates, you have all that snow. The snow is named after you. Actually, that comes from ancient times when people had such a struggle finding food when the snow got deep. And uh, historically, February is a really tough month as winter works its way out of our seasonal changes. Well, in the last number of months, maybe even longer than that, probably the last year, we've been talking about the California drought and uh, how serious it's been. But we've got some news tonight. More than 6 billion gallons of water have poured into Lake Tahoe in less than two days, which is helping the lake to start to recover from the four years of absolutely crushing drought. Now, over the summer, this Lake Tahoe was shockingly low. But since midnight yesterday, the lake has gone up almost two inches as a winter storm brought several feet of snow to the Sierra. That is really welcome news for drought-stricken California. Wonderful. And I used to live around Lake Tahoe. It's such a gorgeous lake. I would really hate to have to see it all dried up. So I'm glad it's getting water, and uh, maybe we're going to get a break in this drought. Let's hope. Well, in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, Uh, They've had several injuries to people, and a cliff has collapsed due to uh, the sea on one of the islands uh, rising up because there was a uh, severe earthquake of 5.9. 
this earthquake struck right close to Christchurch, and this city is still rebuilding following a devastating tremor in 2011. Maybe if some of you can remember that, it was really a terrible quake. So today uh, they had a, a 5.9. And also in Australia, something very mysterious we've covered on the news about the gas emissions, the methane emissions in California, and I've mentioned to you that other places around the world are experiencing the same thing. Well, now in Australia, the Condamine River's uh, mysterious bubbling methane is intensifying. Uh, Queensland's residents are calling on their government to find the cause of methane gas bubbling in a major river, the Condamine River, which they say has intensified and is getting worse in the recent months. The government there says it doesn't know what's going on. It doesn't have sufficient information to identify the cause of the gas leaks. But it's not just in isolated locales. This is happening more and more uh, across the, the world. And in Whiteface Mountain, New York, they had a record cold. Guess how cold it was? You know, New York City has its coldest start in 100 years on Valentine's Day. But the wind chill at Whiteface, which is near Lake Placid, got to a numbing 114 degrees below zero. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that awesome? That is colder than Antarctica. And Central Park in New York, by the way, only got up to minus one degree, or down to, excuse me, minus one degree. But imagine 114 below zero. Wow. Wild. Oh. Wild. Wild weather, guys. And uh, we've had a lot of uh, uh, fireballs over the United States in the last week or so since we last had our our uh, program. There was a large flash that occurred over Dover, Delaware on Valentine's Day, and the American Meteor Society received 81 reports just yesterday of a fireball observed over the northeastern United States. Now, other sightings of fireballs over the United States in recent weeks, which I often allude to but don't report on because I told you there's so many. We had a meteor sighted off the coast of San Diego, one in southern Wisconsin, the northeast United States, as I just mentioned, Georgia, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. So there we have that. Uh, some of these have been bright lights, some of them have been booms, so on and so forth. And I want to just take a, a quick second here to pause and thank the Starseed listeners. Some of you are so helpful in the news. And uh, one dear woman in particular uh, sent me an email and said that she appreciated the news that I do, but that she had a different take on the Zika virus. And I really appreciate that. And I'm going to uh, share her ideas with you in the form of an article that I picked up off of the Internet. This comes from uh, something called Prevent Disease. And uh, this author points out that we have so many fear campaigns going on, uh, as you'll find out as I uh, kind of highlight his article. He says that Zika has now been officially entered into the database of global disease fear-mongering. He said the latest news from Hawaii has the pineapple state declaring a state of emergency despite zero cases transmitted of the virus. This is what he says. And he points out, quite rightfully, that in 2002, it was the West Nile. In 2004, it was SARS. In 2005, it was the bird flu. In 2009, it was H1N1 swine flu. And in 2014, it was Ebola. And today, it is Zika. 
very interesting and accurate observation. He says, I quote, The end game is always the same. A vaccine or drug that will expeditiously develop uh, is expeditiously developed to protect everybody and forcibly introduce to the populations if necessary. Now, he goes on to say, you know, we can avoid people and we can avoid birds, but we can't avoid mosquitoes. And his question is, are people ever going to realize how these operations are simply designed to create terror? Very interesting point of view. Normally, I don't like to editorialize too much, but, you know, that's a valid point, and I thank you, uh, dear listener, for pointing that out to us, and I'm sharing that with our Starseed listeners because I think that's worth sharing. Good point. All right. Well, this is a, a – Wow. Watch what you say in front of your smart television. In a troubling new development in the domestic consumer surveillance debate, an, indiv- an indiv- investigation excuse me, into Samsung smart TVs has revealed that user voice commands are recorded, stored, and transmitted to a third party. The company even warns customers not to discuss personal or sensitive information within earshot of the device. Now, this is in stark contrast to previous claims by tech manufacturers like PlayStation, who vehemently deny that their devices record personal information, despite evidence to the contrary, including news that hackers can gain access to unencrypted streams of credit card information. I think if you all have been with us long enough, you'll remember I talked about the Barbie doll uh, and other child's toys that re- uh, maybe it was a teddy bear. Gosh, I don't remember now, Ariel. Do you? That toy that I reported on that uh, children can talk to, and it goes into a database, and the toy is trained to talk back. Well, anyway, I'm going off off the beam here. But anyway, the new Samsung controversy stems from the discovery of a disturbing statement in the company's privacy policy, which says, and I quote. Please be aware that if your spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party, end quote. So, all right, maybe we don't want smart TVs. Maybe we don't need smart TVs. Maybe smart TVs are really actually a pretty stupid idea. So just passing that along. Well, you know, a lot of people go south in this kind of weather. We all want to go to Florida or some warm place to get unfrozen particularly lately since it's been so cold. And uh, But before you go, I just want you to know this. Uh, you might want to avoid going for a swim because the Daily Mail out of the UK reports that tens of thousands of sharks are migrating, migrating in enormous swarms just off the coast of Palm Beach. Tens of thousands of sharks. I can't even envision tens of thousands of sharks, but that's what's going on. So if you plan on going around Palm Beach and you want to get in the water, there you go. Might want to wait a while. <laughs> and a magnitude 4.1 earthquake has struck on the southern flank of Pu'u'u'u Volcano in Hawaii, which is part of the Greater Kilauea Volcanic, volcanic Complex located on the Big Island. Now, the earthquake struck in the middle of the southern lava fields of the caldera, which reaches all the way from the peak of the volcano into the ocean, which is a few miles away. So we have a new volcano showing activity in Hawaii. And in Russia, again, let's see if I can say this, guys, the Zupanovsky volcano in Kamchatka has erupted, uh, putting up an enormous uh, ash plume. This occurred on uh, February 12th, just a few days ago. 
but that ash plume rose to about 34,000 feet. It drifted more than 300 kilometers over the Pacific. There are warnings for flights over that area. And here's one for you. Uh, biometric exit system is going to be implanted at airports across the United States by 2018, according to Homeland Security. They revealed this in a news conference. A system of biometric exit involves taking the fingerprints or other biometric data of those who leave the country. And according to officials, they've begun testing technologies that can be deployed nationwide. The system, which was originally stated for a 2016 rollout, will be paid for by $1 billion in fee increases over a period of maybe the next 10 years or so. All right, well, physicists have now announced uh, that they have built the most accurate clock on Earth. These physicists are from Germany, and they have achieved unprecedented levels of accuracy with a new atomic clock that keeps time according to the movements of ytterbium ions. It's called an optical single ion clock, and the device works by measuring the vibrational frequency of ytterbium ions as they oscillate back and forth hundreds of trillions of times per second between two different energy levels. Isn't that mysterious? They say the clock won't lose or gain a second in several billion years. Well, you know, since none of us are going to be around to verify that, I guess they could say whatever they want to, but that's what they're saying. A ytterbium ion. The more I read about physics, the more dizzying it becomes. Amazing times we live in. Well, you know, we've had El Nino. That's brought its own weather phenomenon to us, and it continues to impact global temperatures and crops. The counterpart, La Nina, meaning the little girl, I guess you know El Nino means the little boy. La Nina, meaning the little girl, is increasingly expected to emerge in the coming months for the first time in four years. Now, the return of El Nino is characterized by unusually cold ocean temperatures. They say it's possible later this year. Uh, they think that it will follow on the heels of one of the strongest El Ninos on record, the one we've just been through. Now, weather models indicate that La Nina uh, will probably emerge in the northern hemisphere in the autumn, while El Nino will continue to dissipate uh, probably through mm -hmm. summer. So we'll see some flip-flops, maybe. A powerful 6.5 earthquake has struck Indonesia. Uh, there was no tutami, uh, tsunami warning that was issued, according to the USGS. And now I have an amazing story for you, so fasten your seatbelt. I really scoured this. I really checked this out. And uh, I'm just going to share it with you, and I'll tell you how to find out more about it. But they've di discovered a new lens that can detect invisible entities. Now, I went right to this company's website. It's called Thunder Energies Corporation, and this company has recently announced that it's detected invisible entities in the terrestrial environment with their new concave lens Centilli telescope. Now, as you all probably realize, most telescopes are convex. Well, this one's pointed the other direction. Let's say it's like a, um, well... Anyway, you know, maybe a contact lens, concave. Well, previously, Thunder Energies Corporation presented evidence for the apparent existence of antimatter galaxies 
antimatter asteroids and antimatter cosmic rays. And in this new breakthrough, Thunder Energies has presented evidence for invisible terrestrial entities. They're calling them ITE, of the dark and bright types. Quote, this is an exciting discovery. We do not know what these entities are, and they're probably invisible. Uh, they're completely invisible to our eyes, invisible to our binoculars and to traditional Galileo telescopes. But these objects are fully visible in cameras attached to our Centilles telescope. That's from the spokesman for Thunder Energies, and they published their information in the American Journal of Modern Physics. Now, the scientist that's reporting this information is a member of CERN. He's the author of hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific papers. He's been a professor of mathematics and of physics at MIT and at Harvard, besides being nominated for the Nobel Prize and other prestigious awards. So, wow. You can check this out on the Internet. Uh, Google New Lens detects invisible entities, excuse me, or you can just Google Thunder Energies Corporation and scan their site for a link to the PDF file, which states the findings along with photographs of what the lens has captured. Very wow. interesting. These do not look like beings. They look like uh, hollow circles of light and um, such as that, or hollow circles of darkness, but check it out. They're saying these are entities. All right, our quote for this week. This is a good one. It is one thing to show a man that he is in error and another to put him in possession of the truth. John wow. Locke said that. And that's something to really think about. You know, we can share truth, but can we really give it to somebody? Just think that one over. Well, I want to wish you all a beautiful week, living in light and love from my heart to you and to all of you listening. Thank you so much for participating by sending me all these wonderful emails. I just love all of you, and I love this opportunity to be with you every week. It's going to be a great show tonight, Ariel, as always, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Anastasia, for the Starseed News. You bet. So, um, first... I am going to get Lavender's mic opened up. The switchboard is really full, so just bear with me while I look for people to turn their mics on. And okay, Lavender, are you there? I'm here. Okay, let me get Dr. Lori on. This switchboard is is really slow. I mean, this is kind of spinning, so Lori's going to be here any second. Uh- <laughs> Uh, am I here now? I hear all oh, of my... you. Oh, well, I'm glad because it, this thing is still spinning. Um, we're so glad that you're with us, and it's so Me wonderful. Me too. Um, so we're going to let Lavendar um, kick it off here with what's up, what's new with you. So, yeah. Lavendar, take it away. Okay. Say, Laurie, so I'm so glad that you... Um, our, our guest tonight. So kind of tell us, bring us up to speed on what you've been doing since the last time you were on our show. I would love to, but let me first thank you, Lavendar, because two years ago I did a reading with you and you gave me a long list of wonderful things that were going to be happening in my life. They all came true. <laughs> and you had never met me before. Maybe it was three years ago. I'm not quite remembering the timing, but I want to thank you. You also gave me a list of a few things that could potentially happen that would be negative, and because you prepared me, I energetically created a very different reality, so those things did not have to happen. So you were spot on 
about all the good things. You gave me the Hawkeye for any other potentials, and I thank you. So what I've been up to is um, I continue my work with inviting people to open up to the immense, amazing wonder that is available every second on this planet. The light is just pouring in. And I remember when we spoke earlier, listening today about um, the diseases that get reported that was so astute and wonderful that she was talking about that um, anesthesia because what I noticed throughout the years is every time there's a big transmission of magic through a particular species. I remember the day the birds all over the planet woke me up one morning and were giving immense information about how to birth in greater amounts of light. I opened the newspaper and the the newspaper was reporting bird disease, and I thought, well, that's really fascinating. So I've continued my work of working with multiple species, animals, people, angels, masters, benevolent light beings who are not utilizing physical bodies but make visits to open up the light. Anytime we see fear being promoted on our planet, it's an opportunity because the much vaster light is wanting to be ushered in. And some, somehow that, that brings in an expression, a polarity expression, because this is the planet of polarities. That's how we do our learning for something negative. So when you're hearing anything scary or negative, know that actually an opportunity for something profoundly, profoundly full of light to rebirth the foundation and the waves occurring on our planetary experience is happening. And so I've been involved in that as usual. Oh, well, good, good. So you you have a lot of um, animals that you um, communicate with. Do you own a lot of animals yourself, or do you um, just have them as clients? Oh, Jesse Justin Joy, my cat, is my co-creator. He helped create my service-based business years ago. We're, we're partners in that. Um, he's a master. Many people who have met him all over the planet who don't usually hear animals have reported to me that they're able to hear him talk. And um, he and I do so much intricate work together that bringing more animals into our family of three, two humans and a cat, would be, I think, just too much for us. But I do um, have friendships with many wild animals, and um, that is that. <laughs> how, how, how did you name him Jesse? Because oh, I named himself. him. Yeah. <laughs> An armadillo, Jesse. Oh, you did? That's awesome. I love it. Um, When he came in, um, he's been with me for two bodies now. In the first body, he came in as a cat also. He said his name was Just Me, and I misheard. I thought he said Jesse, and he loved a Jesse, and later explained to me it was Just Me, meaning it would just be him. He was going to be the only animal in the house. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So, uh, how do you... How do we know when a non-physical embodied guide is a right match for us? That's a great question. We will have people, um, some, some of us animals, some of us angels, some of us um, all kinds of uh, benevolent beings approach us throughout our life, talk to us through our own consciousness, and offer to give us guidance. And all of us will also come into contact with energy forms, beings that aren't giving us right guidance. The the truth is, all of it is is there, the good guidance and the non-good guidance, to help with our own discernment. Because ultimately, we come into a deep place in our heart where we realize that all consciousness is, is one, and we're each just playing a part. We're each like a mask in the big consciousness. 
And so when um, guidance or advice is resonating deep inside your heart in a way that feels clear, it feels like you're being opened, it feels like you're being full of light, that's a signal that it's worth listening to. And when you feel something contracting, something kind of swallowing you, something pulling at you, that's a signal you don't want to listen to it. But there's more than that to this because even if it's advice you you would listen to, ultimately you come to earth to develop your own discernment, your own unique way of expressing the divine, expressing the light, expressing what you are. So you don't ever want to think that anyone, no matter how wonderful, how intelligent, how awesome, how multidimensional, how whatever they are, could ever always give you the right advice because that's not their job. Anyone else's job is to offer perspective and some come to you to offer perspective that's very resonant with you and you can be so thankful and then take responsibility for using it. Some come to offer you perspective that's so off for you that it helps you to realize what's real for you. So um, when you feel this really clear feeling inside, it means listen and then utilize artistically. Don't go. Don't say. Don't ever think anyone else can be a full guide for your life, regardless of what they are, whether they're a person or disembodied master or embodied master or a bird or an angel or whatever. You ultimately are responsible, and that's the whole game of being on the planet of polarity, where we're forced to keep learning that. Okay, that's that's very helpful. What's the difference between being a master or angelic guidance and willful guidance? Well, when I use the word master, and other people might use it differently, I'm talking about somebody who, when they are assisting someone else, is stepping into that realm of neutrality. It's a realm of, of unconditional love that that's not trying to control or manage anyone or anything. It's a realm of very clear openness in the heart and soul to the momentary guidance coming in now. It's a realm beyond dogma. It's a realm beyond rules. It, it's, it's a realm of, of just a, a deep love. And when I'm using the word master, that's the kind of realm I'm talking about, someone who is who is responding to that realm. And then the whole game on earth is nobody is ever always responding to that realm because we're here to learn about the parts of ourselves that that do respond to that and that haven't been able to yet, that want to be sanded or tenderized. And my experience of the angels is they are very clear. They they communicate only from a master energy. It's a very clear energy. Sometimes people say, the angel told me to do all this stuff, and it's not an angel. It sounds very manipulative to me. An angel has a very clear in my experience, intention of energy. So when an angel's with you in your presence, you're going to feel something very basic like compassion or love or joy, whatever their essential message is, but it comes through without any attachment to what you do. It's it's like just complete love, complete love. Um, and then willful guidance, is a, it's a whole different kind of thing. And sometimes we need willful guidance. Like I need, when I'm 16, to live in this country and get around, unless maybe I lived in New York City, which I didn't, to learn to drive a car. So that's kind of like a different kind of guidance. And, yes, I got in the car with the driver's ed teacher and the other students, and he willfully taught me how and explained to me, and I'm grateful for that. So um, we need different kinds of guidances at different times for different purposes. Can you give us some examples of 
things that you've encountered with, say, uh, Jesse working with you with your animal uh, healing work? Can you give us a couple of stories about something that you've encountered with Jesse working with you? Sure. Um, We're in a major project right now of completely rebuilding our energetic fields. Um, It didn't happen in a way I would have wished. There was a a, a big challenge that came unexpectedly, but it's been an incredible, beautiful 12 months because of it. Um, Jesse's had a very beautiful life, very holistic. He's about 15 now, and um, he was just enjoying his healthy body and, you know, playing and jumping and running like a kitten. And to our great surprise, uh, we were on our way out to go visit my dad, and he walked up to me, and he just toppled over, and he froze. And he was like, it seemed like in a coma, and he had a stroke. And um, I got to have Jesse become a little baby after being a wise elder, which has been one of the most amazing experiences of my life, taking care of him. Um, it went from like holding him over the litter box and you know feeding him and just round the clock care to um, now it's been a year and there were there were a few strokes and there was a actually resurrection I'm going to talk about in a moment but the whole experience um, brought forth like immense compassion light joy because he's such a great teacher no matter what was happening. He stayed in this vibration of incredible joy, and we um it was it was heart wrenching at times for me, but it kept making me more and more grateful and more and more I had to surrender like to the depth of guidance of the light because my own will couldn't know what to do with with this situation. I had to keep surrendering to the love like the deepest love to guide me and let this light come through and help, and also get practical help. I mean, I got all kinds of healers and Western and Eastern vets and everyone helping. But one day, um, the the stroke situation is now cured, so he's not having the strokes. There were four in a row back then. And um, the last big one was a very deep learning experience because it, it, it just knocked him out fully and he was going over to the other side. His body froze. His body, his face froze up. His eyes glazed over. There was hardly anything left but a tiny little kind of pulse. He was in my lap and I was weeping and an impulse told me to put him down, run inside, email all at once, eight um, friends of mine who are all amazing healers, spiritual teachers, um, and just say, can you pray for him right now? And I asked him, I said, if you want to go over, I'm surrendering you. If you want help, I'm getting help. And he said, I want help. So I emailed them all at once. And they're vastly different people with different perspectives about life, but all with a gift. And by the grace of the love, a whole bunch of them got it right then. They were on the email, and everyone started working with Jesse and he came out. He came back, and he told me after. He was on the other side. He came back. The eyes started working. The face started working. He got up and walked around. And nothing has ever been the same since. And what happened was it was a complete, like, rebirth for both of us. Many levels and layers of energy were transformed. When I tell these kind of stories, because Jesse, the whole book about Jesse that came out years ago when he reincarnated after he left in one body, some people get it. Like, it's such a deep heart thing. And some people think, oh, she just is saying this to get attention and be on the air. But let me tell you, 
I wanted attention to me on the air, I wouldn't go saying wild things like this because, you know, when you say things like this, I know I'm in a very special select audience right now, but all kinds of people listen to me, so I never know who's tuning in. And um, I believe me, I had a great job. I was a therapist years ago. I was, you know... I didn't say, I mean, I was very passionate, so I rocked the boat, but I didn't say anything that could get people thinking, you know, I'm nuts. But I I had to start saying things about the other realms, finally, after all those years, because I knew that was how to bring the love to the planet. And so many people experience all these realms, but are afraid to say it. I know we're on a very special select audience, mostly, who aren't afraid to say it and look for places where these things can be talked about. But I did. I'm a sensitive, so I'm 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 gauging different reactions coming from different places, and just wanted to bring that up. Well, thank you. And as you were talking, I could could tell there were some kind of walk-in attachments that were part of this uh, exchange that happened. Can you say more? Well, just that when a, a high being enters a animal body and does the kind of work that we do here. Um, there's there's different frequencies that are attached that when called upon uh, they'll intercede and they'll bring a, a, another energy. Maybe they'll bring another animal energy or the, another another energy that's compatible with the energy that's trying to make the decision whether to stay or to go. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. So it's like it's a I, I call them temporary walk-ins or drop-bys. I call them drop-bys a lot because they don't stay but about 10 minutes and they're gone. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. For those people on this call who haven't, are not familiar with my work and never read about Jesse's reincarnation, um, the first, you know, huge adventure, well, we had so many wonderful adventures, but many years ago, um, he... um, in another body, he had left after a run-in with some coyotes, and then five weeks later, he came back through another body, making his presence absolutely crystal clear to me, walking me through the house, doing all his funny little quirks, and um, really giving me a deep sense of of oneness, of peace, of no time and space, and just that like that love is is never going anywhere. It's him coming right back was such a profound um, deepening of my trust in in the love and the support that is always available in in the most unique, unexpected ways. As we, if we pursue what our heart is calling for us to do. What do you feed him? What are, what's his favorite food? <laughs> I cook him organic, free range chicken, um, steak, lamb. <laughs> he likes um, grain free, wellness canned food too, and. Um, some organic canned brands. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good mommy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I really um, applaud you for stepping out there and taking the big steps of talking about these subjects that a lot of people don't talk about. And you're right, our audience is awake, and you're you know we don't really have anyone that ever comes on our show and tries to discredit us. Uh, we, we've never had that happen in all the years that we've been on the air. Yay, that's beautiful, very protected. That's wonderful. Yeah, only those people that are that resonate to our uh, frequency and vibration are really allowed to, to uh, tune in. And it's that way with my clients. It's like no one ever shows up that uh, hasn't been picked by higher beings to come this way. 
That is so cool. I love that. And I also am kind of amazed at the people around the world who find me. And then occasionally when I sometimes I'll get a call from someone and something's not feeling right and, and things will happen so that like even locally someone was supposed to come over and I was just feeling like, oh, no, this isn't, they're not going to get what I have to teach. And then they called and they said, I just got two lost coming to your house, so I'm going to let it go. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, well, tell us some more stories about your experiences with with anything, with healing, with relationships, something that you think would would interest our star seeds. You know, we have a lot of a lot of star seeds that are awake. We have a lot of walk-ins that are have uh, approached us to let us know they're on the planet straight off of the ships. So, you know, uh, feel free to go maybe a little further with your stories than, than you do on other shows. Okay, I'm going to share something I haven't really... I, I start sharing it a little on your last show, and I've never shared it on any other show. Um, <laughs> I don't, I've shared this maybe with four people in my life. I am in contact... Um, this is just wonderful. I am in contact with a beautiful man who used to live on this planet and was taken by um, a ship, and he he they go around the Earth and other places in a state of unconditional love. And um, he got in contact with me just through some interesting way. I was at a, a wedding rehearsal. I was, um, some people asked if, I'm not, I don't think of myself as a minister. I just think of myself more as a spiritual facilitator and a therapist. But they had asked me to be the minister, and that happens to me sometimes in California. So I have a, you know, I have a certification to be able to do that. And it was a wedding rehearsal, and one conversation led to another. Um, and I realized that this man, they were from a particular town in the United States where a man had once disappeared. No one ever knew what happened to him. And he showed up that night. He's long gone from the physical. He gave me lots of information about what happened. I was able to contact his son. But um, the beauty of it was that he, every time he has come to visit ever since then, he has um, shared the state of unconditional love in which this spaceship is operating and how much they're yearning for humanity to come into that state. And um, I just love, uh, you know, animals are in that state. Many of us go in and out of that state, and many of us know that as the basis of our state, but humanity as a whole at this time isn't entering yet into that State. And many of us on this call have entered into far more um, states of consciousness way beyond just that. But it's been remarkable to have the, the conversations with someone who's willing to speak to me all heart-to-heart -heart telepathically. It's not words usually, but when words are needed, he's filled in the blanks just so I could identify you know, who he is and people here that knew him. But um, he communicates at that level like the animals where it's all heart-to-heart and it's all through the love, and I, I've just, I just love that. It's been such a, such an enjoyable interchange. How long has this been going on? With this has been going on. Let's see, probably eleven or twelve years now. Wow. How often does does he contact you, or do you contact him? It feels very mutual. Um, it feels like kind of we both know when we're supposed to contact each other, and it, and it happens mutually. Yeah. Does he talk about being aboard ship now in another body, or what is his? Is he in a physical form on ship, he is. or he was able to have a physical form transported? It 
what he's explaining is it's like it's like it kind of it was disintegrating in the earth, but then it was. I don't understand how it worked technologically or biologically, but it was recreated. So it's cloned. Yeah. You're talking about they cloned him. Well, it's a, I guess because it's a very similar body to what he had here. Right. And he he does yearn for Earth sometimes, and he does miss his loved ones on Earth. Um, but he's he's also very fulfilled in that reality that he's living in. Well, you know, some some of the things that I've been shown through the years is there's a lot of us down here that that do have clones aboard ship, and if anything ever happens to our physical body oh. here, they'll either switch it out and bring it down here, or they'll it'll stay up there. Ah, yes. Yes, wow. Yeah, that was a real eye-opener for me several years ago. I I went and stared at the ceiling for three days over that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of high strangeness that, that puts me in that state for a little while until I can come back to myself and say, okay, I, I'm... I'm not nuts. I'm not <laughs> bipolar. I'm just an experiencer. You know. Good. I'm so glad. Um, he's saying right now that the plants, many different species of plants on our planet, are he, he, are going to be instrumental, and so we want to make sure to keep plant life thriving as much as possible. Why much of it has been disturbed by um, building and stuff because it's going to be fundamental to what they're trying to get impart to us. Will come. The plants will be much better broadcasters and can take the energy they're trying to get onto the earth much better than the humans, and then they can bring it to the humans. So he's really um, sending a message on on behalf of what they're doing, that people just do whatever they can if you feel called to help the plant life on the planet continue to thrive in as many places as possible. Uh, has he ever talked to you about how the trees are set on the planet and how they're a, a network of of information gatherers that that give information back to ships back and forth? They're the antennas to tap into to find out what's happening down here on the planet. Has he ever talked about that? Um, we have not conversed about that, but that resonates very deeply with me, and he's confirming right now that that resonates very deeply with him. Yeah. yeah. You know, when uh, several... Years ago here we had a, a big ice storm, and it, it froze all the trees and broke a lot of trees. And I remember waking up, and my nervous system was hooked up to the trees. Ah. And I was a mess. You know, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I I was feeling their nervous system in the grid around our, our community. Yes. All yes, the trees I were like it. jumping up and down and screaming and hollering, and so was I. I totally get it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was like I I didn't I mean I knew that I was in communication with trees, but I didn't know to what extent until the until we had this ice storm and um then all of a sudden they all started chattering between one another and I was wow. caught in the crossfire of this. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um that reminds me I wanted to bring up insects too because insects work at such a high vibrational level. If if when people have a chance, if you have a chance to just sit and converse with an insect, they don't use words much. They they use these intricate vibrations. You know, people are so excited about like the dolphins, and I am too. I love the dolphins and the whales, but the insects haven't gotten enough press yet. <laughs> and they are just remarkable manifestors. I mean, they work at the speed of light, and they can 
they can manifest realities. So if we if we learn to start partnering with them, it can really help to create a more benevolent fabric on Earth. Well, just recently in my kitchen, there's a, <laughs> a little stream of little black ants. When they first came, I started, you know, just wiping them off the counter. But all of a sudden I went, you know, I'm just going to see what they're going to do. <laughs> going to wait. I mean, they're coming in here and I'm just going to watch them. So I've been watching them this past week. I don't really get any clear messages about it except they all stay in this really straight line. I love it. They don't deviate from their line. If you um, ever get to see, if you, they might do this now, um, when they're going to get something and they're all in the line and then half the line is going one way and the other half is going the opposite way, every two ants will stop and greet. It's like a bow. They'll touch each other in a kind of bow. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I've noticed that. Isn't that beautiful? And to me, it's like, wow, well, they've been around so long, and they have these beautiful community practices where they honor every single, you know, interaction. That that says something to my heart. <laughs> I, I have a little owl uh, dish that I put my spoons on. Yes. And on the spoon was a little bit of honey that I had put in my, you know, my tea. And I put the spoon down, and it had a little bit of honey on it. And what they did is they went up and circled it. They didn't climb on it. Oh. They did a circle around it. And oh. they're just sitting there looking at it. Oh, I love this. This is so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> like, okay, you guys don't want any honey? You're just going to look at it? I said, yeah. <laughs> so it's, there's no telling what all they're doing in my kitchen. <laughs> Well, yeah. I love it that you're you're having these beautiful sharings with them. That is just that is just delightful. <laughs> what state do you, where do you live? Are you in California? I am. I'm still in Santa Cruz, California for now, but I have some plans and I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah, and I love it here. I came here. I was completely guided here. I I didn't even know I was coming here. I, I was in a car. I I decided I need to pack up. I was in Portland, Oregon, and um, I just packed up. This was decades ago and many decades ago, and I I drove into Santa Cruz where I was supposed to be, and um, everything unfolded. <laughs> and later about eight people from different parts of my life said, I told you you should move to Santa Cruz, and I, I don't remember anyone telling me, but it was meant to be, but I've been called somewhere else which, where I'll be, I'll be going sometime soon. So I kind of see you living uh, with a large parcel of land and and um, you got it <laughs> a retreat and being you got paid it to grow your own vegetables and you got it yeah I was called to Hawaii for a long time so I stayed here went back and forth and it's not California or Hawaii I'm not going to tell anyone where it is right now but I'll, I'll pop you an email <laughs> okay okay I can yeah for now it just doesn't feel like the right time yeah. <laughs> So are you, are you willing to to, uh, to answer some questions from some people that I want would to call love in to. and talk to yes. you? Yes, I love to talk to people, yes. But this time that I would like to uh, pass it over to Ariel, and I've got an emergency here, so I'm going to have to go take care of a, a kitty thing myself. Oh, okay, okay. So I won't be coming back on tonight, but, but do email me and keep me abreast of what you're doing. And if there's anything that we can ever help you with from the Starseed community, you never hesitate to call on us, okay? That's so sweet. I'll take you up on that. Thank you, and I'm here for anything I can do for all of you, too. Okay. Thank you. And back to you, Ariel. Okay. Well, we, um, as I said earlier, have a lot of callers on Yay. the switchboard. But we, before we start getting into that, 
Um, I, I would just like you to explain uh, for those that maybe didn't hear you on the show before uh, bec- your offer that you are. Um, yes, to- for people who haven't taken up this offer in the past, because it's a one-time offer for those who are new to me or didn't take the offer up last time. I am offering you 15 minutes free privately, um, confidentially, just between you and I, for reading either for an animal loved one or yourself or someone on the other side, animal or person. And all you have to do is um, email my office, and it's Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at drlorimore.com. I think it's easier if you just go to the notice that the Starseed sent out and you'll see the email address there. And then you get an auto-reply. And then my calendar gets booked way out, way out for these. So sign up right away so it doesn't take too long because it can take a couple of months, but it's it's worth the wait. I love spending the time with you one-on-one. So just check your emails. What you received from um, Starseed will direct you on how to how to receive this free 15 minutes, which usually is uh it's $100 because it's 30 minutes, it's 200 so it's a great, great gift to give yourself. And I love giving this gift to you. Excellent. And for people who have already had your, your 15-minute um, offer, you have a DVD available? Yes. Yes, it's an Anna Miracles DVD. It's about work with the animals. It's a beautiful DVD. It, it was filmed about over 10 years ago now, and it it just has this incredible energy from that period back around mm, 2000 to 2004 era when there was another huge birth like the one now on the planet. Now it's a more integrative birth, and then it was more like an expanding birth, but um, now it's both. But there's a lot of light coming through, a lot of blessings and magic and help coming through that. Um, It's a DVD. We send it to you online. So just... um, just email the office also. You have the the email from your the email you got from Starseed. Okay, and it says uh, if you type gift and a miracles DVD in the subject line, then we'll just uh, send you a link and you can watch it right away. We'll know what you excellent. want. Excellent. Yeah. Well, that's a very very generous and and loving gift. And for the people who are listening on their phones, if you're already on the switchboard, then you'll need to press 1 if you have a question for Lori. And if you are listening on the computer, then you'll need to dial in if you have a question. And that number is 917-889-8292. And then once you're in, press 1 so that we know that you want to, uh, to ask a question of Dr. Lori. So with that, um, we've actually got a caller that was here um, <laughs> before the show started, and she's been waiting patiently. So uh, we're going to talk to Jane first. As soon as I get your mic open, I'm going to hope the switchboard clicker is working right. Okay, Jane, you are on the air with Dr. Lori. And I know a lot of Janes, so I'm wondering, is this a Jane I know or is this a new Jane? No, this is probably a new Jane. Okay. Welcome, Jane. Nice to meet you. Hi. Hi. I was calling to, I was calling to ask about my um dog. What's who your passed. dog's name? Who passed? His name is Bojo. And how old was Bojo when he passed? He was just a little bit over fourteen. Okay, and this was pretty recently? Yeah, about a month ago. Okay, hold on, let me find him. 
Yeah, okay. So he's in a really good place. He's doing a lot of energetic work that has to do with, um, it's like a contracting and then expanding to help open up new kinds of realities. So he was very good at that when he's embodied, and then he works on even fine-tuning it when he's out of body. And that's his focus right now. And he's he's well, and he's, um, you know, he feels you very deeply all the times that you're thinking of him. He really, really feels that, and he he wants to ask you just think of all the happy memories that the two of you share, because when you do that, it it just creates a a wonderful, a kind of like a healing almost for you and him. Okay. Well. I- I appreciate that. Yeah. Did you want to ask me anything else, or you just wanted me to check in with him? Oh, I just kind of wanted to check in. I just uh, have been having some rough days lately with missing him, so I just wondered if there was anything he wanted to tell me. (laughs) He loves you so much, and my heart goes out to you. I know how painful it is when, when we lose an animal we love so much. So he just adores you, and... um. He wants you to to know that he's he's showering you with love, and um, maybe you feel it sometimes. And um, he he is right there with you very very often. Okay, well I appreciate that so much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, let me just after I talk to someone, I'll just explain a little that many of you know because you talk to animals, but animals talk beyond time and space. And we actually exist beyond time and space in multiple realms. As we open our heart, we start to realize that, to experience it. Animals never have a block to that, so it's very easy to contact them, whether or not they have a body, whether they're right next to us or, you know, across the street or over the ocean. And and anybody can who isn't already can open your heart to... Um, learning to talk to animals, and it just starts with gratitude. They they don't separate their intellect from their heart. So if you approach an animal with gratitude, that's the first key towards um, experiencing animal communication. Well, that's great, great advice. So um, next we have Patty. And let me get your mic open, Patty. All right, you are on the air with Dr. Lori. Hello, Patty. Are you there? I I can't hear you talking. Hmm. Patty, can you hear me? We can't not hear you. So um, I'm going to close your mic, and we'll try this again, and I'll come back after the next caller. So um, next we have... Karen, and see, hopefully your microphone is working. Karen, are you there? Hello. Hi, Karen. Hello. Great. Hi. Wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, uh, What is your question? I would like to know about my cat, Angel. Uh, Have we been together in a past life? And uh, is there a way I can communicate with her? How old is Angel? She just turned six on February 4th. Okay, let me find her just a minute. Thank you. Oh, yes. She wants to, she's really yearning to have you um, understand more when she is talking to you. And here's some ways she's suggesting that you 
open up more of your communication with her. Um, she sends you, because animals like people are always sending out either pictures or words or sensations or emotions or unconditional feelings, she's sending you sensations and unconditional feelings um, heart to heart and also just like she's kind of sending this sweetness right to your face and you instead what she wants you to do instead of thinking of the communication as though you're going to hear messages or words she wants you to put all your your attention into that feeling that the two of you are having heart to heart because it's going to burst into a new awakening as you if you make that a practice uh, let's do it right now. So feel it in your heart where you feel the love for her. Mm-hmm. And then it, give yourself beyond words or thought fully to that feeling in your heart. It's like you just you just merge into that feeling in your heart and find out what you experience. And what are you experiencing in this moment now? Mm-hmm. Um, can you say anything about what you're experiencing in this moment now? Oh, it's just um, kind of a warmth and a soothing. Yes, yes. And then just keep merging deeply into that and find out what happens next in your experience. I feel like I have done it with her. At yes. Time. At least I feel it's coming from me. But Yes. It's coming from both of you, and 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 that's great. And so the more you give yourself into that union, that's the communication is going to come from that. It's, a, it's an, a, like we can have all these awakening experiences, and then all of a sudden it's like a whole huge shift into something even different. That's what's, that's what's being called forth between the two of you. That's the communication. And, yes, you feel a familiarity with each other because you've known each other before, which which you know. That's why you just asked me to affirm that. Yeah? Yeah. So let's just was, one more. Oh, go ahead. Yes. It was my cat in another life then. Hold on just a minute. She says you're longtime friends and you've found each other more than once, yes, in these kind of same forms, yes. Mm. Yeah. But I would um but I feel the most important gift for you is the information so fun and enjoyable, but the most important gift for you is is to keep going deeper, deeper into that heart space that the two of you are sharing. And you already do, but to just keep following that even deeper because there's something really rich trying to blossom forth. So will you just go there one more time, just a hundred percent fully give yourself into that that energy that's what that energy is it's her and your heart you and her heart the universe in both your hearts you and both the universe's heart so feel into that again right now what you're already doing but just give yourself a zillion percent to it and find out where that takes you and, well, yeah go ahead imagine i'm i'm um, floating and swirling with her. Yes. Yeah. That's your communication. That that communication is more profound than, you know, any messages or 
verbal things. That that's your communication. You're in, you're in awesome communication with her. You're going into other realms with her, and her yearning is just that that deepens and deepens. Yeah, it's almost like it's a virtual hug, and we're just kind of yeah. together. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I have had touches of that before when I've um, kind of sat with her, and I guess I've done this without knowing. You have, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful resonance, and it's, it can expand and expand, yes. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. The most sweetest, simple, innocent, pure things are really the most profound and powerful and, and really answer all our questions when we when we nourish them and go into them. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you for the guidance and the confirmation. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Karen, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you. I love your shows. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye See, we, now. we can change our whole planet, but we're, we have all these things everyone's looking for, trying to figure out, but what everyone's really yearning for, no matter what level of consciousness they're playing at, we're yearning to go back into the state of being completely in love, of being the beloved and the lover, which we are, and when we follow our hearts and go with the animals, we start to go inside out and turn back to that. We could change every planetary problem if everyone put their heart to it in 10 days. I swear there would be enough food, shelter, medical care for everyone if all our energy started going back to this love. And so it seems so simple, but it's so profound what the animals are calling us to remember. Wow. That's, that's quite a concept. Um, I'm going to try to pick up Patty's mic again here. So, let's see. Hello, Patty, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? Uh, well, we seem to be having some kind of a, a little um, glitch here because we cannot hear what you're saying. Patty, if you can hear me, uh, if you want to hang up and call back in, um, maybe you can um, get a chance to talk to Dr. Lori about your sweet cat. So, um Hopefully you heard what I said. So we're going to move on. And um, let's see. We're going to talk to Ellen next. So just give me a moment to get open. Hello, Ellen. You are on the air with Dr. Lori. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And hello, Dr. Lori. Hi, Ellen. Nice to meet you. Are we talking about you or an animal today? An animal. Great. Um, my concern is a foster cat who was put in my care. He's there almost two months now. His name is Thomas. He's rather elderly. They estimate his age about 14. He was found on the street. He was apparently abandoned. Anyway, at first he seemed very sweet, but then every once in a while he has these fits of anger. Um, he also flinches sometimes when I go near him as though he's expecting to be hit. I, I assure you I would never hit the animal. Anyway, it would be curious to find out what's going on with him. Sure. What is his background? Um, is there anything I can do to like um, help him integrate in this household? I mean, there are two other cats, and he fights with them. Okay. Well, he's, there has been confusion in his life because he has this amazing gift. He bring he does work with other realms. He works with beautiful realms of light, and while he was trying to do his work, you know, long before you met him, he did get 
um, shaken up by a number of different episodes of a variety of different things that happened to him that broke his heart and traumatized him. So love is the answer for this guy. It's a long-term healing, and I know because of his age, it, it, it might not all happen, so you're just looking for gradual healing. Um, he's really, really, really wanting us to see how vast and talented he is. You know, we're talking about star seeds, and he is one. He is he is really communicating with all these different beings, and he's. it's been so hard for him because his gifts weren't recognized this life. He was mistreated, and his gifts weren't recognized. So the best thing you can do for him is just keep acknowledging his gifts. He does have very unresolved psychological anger. It's very understandable given what happened to him before you met him. He needs to be complimented and told, like, I get it. You have this incredible gift. You're a psychic. You're a telepath, and you're channeling in these amazing realities. He's so powerful. I mean, the way he comes in from all these different places, and I want to learn more about you, and I want to help you. I want to help you heal your upset, but mostly I just want to acknowledge how wonderful you are. And I want to ask you if you could be more careful with the others in the house. I know you're feeling these frustrations, some jealousies, but the the fighting isn't helping it. So it's it's not like a quick fix thing. There's a lot going on. So these yeah. kind of discussions that, but they can't be mental. He oh and he is very mental. He's very intellectual. But they have to come from real feeling in your heart for him to respond. And he wants to be honored as an intelligent being because he's very verbal. He's very intelligent. He and so he wants to be. You know, a lot of people think, oh, that's a dog or a cat, and they don't get who they're talking to. And, you know, Lavender was talking about beings. This is a wounded healer we have on our hands. This is like a wounded teacher we have on our hands. And many people can relate to that. You know, many, many humans who incarnate to be teachers and um, healers have to go through some deep wounding and healing. It's just kind of part of the contract. It creates compassion. So he needs a lot of compassion for himself right now. I hope that helps. Yeah, I figured that's what he needs, just a lot of love, and um, I guess I should wear long sleeves in the meantime. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's a hard dynamic. Keep asking him to be more respectful of you and keep praising his gifts because then his wound will start to heal. He's just not been, nobody's recognized the depth of who he is ever. And can you imagine going through all these years and not being seen, how painful it would get? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been praising him on, like, he's such a nice boy, he's such a pretty boy. I will praise him on his gifts now. He really needs to be praised. He's like he's like an ancient scientist. He's quite incredible. And ask him to start teaching you. He has a lot to teach. And he'll be so flattered. That'll really soften his heart. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Laurie. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I'm going to comment on this one, too. Animals and pe- nobody is who we think on this earth. There's There's, like, incredible... I just remind myself whenever I meet anyone, person, animal, insect, that I'm I am in front of a genius. And if I remember that, their genius will, self will soon appear. Because there's all these propagandas, unfortunately, or let's just call them attitudes. There's attitudes propagated throughout this planet to make us diminish the genius in everyone else, and especially in certain races like animal races. And if we can remember that 
the divine is speaking, the universal flow, the oneness is speaking through. God is speaking through. Divine Mother, Father is speaking through every being. And just open ourselves to their majesty. We'll find out, oh, my God, we're surrounded by geniuses, and all of us are wounded to some extent because culture has been hurt, and then we end up with hurt beings, all of us. So we want to reopen up our our awe, and we'll find out everyone is quite incredible here, even the most wounded. And we, and we all have these wounds. We all have wounds. We don't all fight. We don't all scratch. But we all have wounds, and we all have little sharp edges or odd edges, let's say, from it. That's very well put. So um, we're going to talk to Amy. Uh, no, before I'm sorry, Amy. I just looked. There's someone above you on the switchboard, so you'll be next. Um, we have another Jane, different one this time. And come on, switchboard. <laughs> it's really dragging. Okay, Jane, you are on the air with Dr. Lori. And is this another new Jane in my life or one of the many Janes I already know and love? <laughs> Jane, are you there? I'm not sure. Is it me? Yes, are you Jane? Yes. Yeah, 210 yeah, area code. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lori, it's me, Jane Dare in San Antonio. Hi, Jane. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny that there was another Jane. Um, Okay, you know, I was going to ask you about Berkeley and I, but I got a really clear hit that I should ask you about my cat, Dominique. Um, She has twice in the last four months gotten really, really, really um, sick. It's come on really quickly, and she's gone down really, really fast, and... She, you know, I mean, to where she she vomits and then she doesn't eat and then she literally uh, looks like she's about dead. And I take her to the vet, they hydrate her, and she bounces right back. And while you were talking with these other people, I started thinking, she's probably, if she's trying to say something to me by this death act that she's doing and I'm not getting it. No, uh, it's not a, no, it's not. <laughs> It's okay, not a death act. No, no, no. It's undiag. It's not diagnosed properly. It's going to keep. It. It's not. I hope it never happens again, but it likely will. The phys- It's actually a physical problem, and it hasn't been diagnosed, so it it comes back because something's not right. I can feel it in the body. It's it, it's actually is it not like an the emotional. Adre- the adrenal system, because it does seem like she'll go like crazy, crazy, crazy. She'll be all. She'll be hyper and just eating like crazy and moving like crazy and talking like crazy, and then she'll go down. So it would make sense that I'm not a medical person, but it would make sense from what you said and that it's, it's a, um, connected to the adrenals, yes, and there's more to it because um, I feel there's more there's complications going on in that body that beyond the adrenals. And that's why a holistic vet um, would be really important or a physical, you know, a medical kind of um, person. We did. We ran blood tests both times that she went in, and the first time uh, she had apparently had no red blood cells carrying oxygen anywhere, and then um, she rallied. And this time, when I took her, she was making all kinds of little baby red cells. Um, so she's really a, remarkable. And and when she gets information, she she can't diagnose herself. Some some people and animals can, most of us can't. But when you when she got that information, it helped her to know what to do because she has healing capabilities. 
but she doesn't understand the whole medical picture herself and there's and there's things that just need help um and i i'm not a, like I, I if i had that information i'd give it to you but i'm well, not I know. A, yeah medical person <laughs> okay so. so do you well are you do you think then going taking her in and having more blood work type things done she's um almost 18 years old so i know that the biological um Although you wouldn't know it to look at her, she or you know she doesn't act like she's 18 years old. Um, so do you? So just take her in and have some diagnostics done. Um, the I if you have a holistic vet, I would say yes, or maybe really? I. The one thing I can do, you know, I can't do it right here on the air, but if I could work with her to to do some energetic healing, because there's also there's some emotional situations that aren't hers that she was experiencing from a variety of different people throughout her life that did have an effect on her physically. And that's something I can help with. But then the physical thing, um, I could refer you to a healer. I can email you. But I would, if it was me, I'd also look for a holistic vet because sometimes the Western vets, um, don't seem to have as full a picture on things. And sometimes they do. Sometimes it's a perfect match. But it doesn't sound like it has been in this case. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, if you would please email me. The, the I will. That. Okay, yes. that would be great. Yes. All right. Thank you okay. so much. It's good to hear you. I'm happy to hear you. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling, uh-huh. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love Mario. you. Bye-bye. Okay, um, we have a, a couple of more callers, so um, I'm going to get Amy's mic open here. Hi, Amy. You're on the air with Dr. Lori. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you, Amy? Good, good. Um, I actually have a personal question, if, that, if you don't mind. Um, I'm looking for a committed relationship, and uh, it's been a long time since I've been in one, and I've just... I feel like I've done a lot of work on myself, so just wondering what you see. Um, your energetic creation at this time is more like a solitude energy, so if you're ready and you're feeling like you want to be in a relationship, it's almost like a valve in your heart, like you have to remind yourself what the energetic creation feels like um, okay. to be with two, because you've gotten used to being with one and you've, you've done really beautiful work to be self-loving, but what yeah. I'm feeling is you've you've gotten into beautiful space of self-loving with yourself, but it's almost sending out a vibrational message that I'm just by myself. And so start <laughs> start imagining and remembering the difference when it's when it, there's two of you, because I feel there's someone who does want to meet you and you want to meet them, but there's no like the door's not actually that open right now, and it's very simple to open. It's just it's just more like a habit you got into, a good habit, but now you want to open up a door so that, um, and there's some, there's a lot of vulnerability that comes up for you in doing that. So you want to, you want to practice that at night by yourself energetically in your heart and be very loving to yourself and remind yourself of what you will um, need in this relationship and what would be a yes, you would say yes to it and what would be a no because you're, a very young, vulnerable part of yourself, which is really sweet, needs to needs to know you're fully protected. So you emotionally, so you are protecting yourself by being such a good person for yourself. 
But right. now open the door a little and then be like a loving, even like a loving parent to your child self to take yourself through that door. And then someone can, then you can meet someone who will want to come through it and who you will want to go through the door too. <laughs> can I, can I just, just want to reiterate. Um, so basically just um, doing like meditations on love for myself. I mean, I'm a little confused because, I've done that, so we. I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm Great, so that's sorry. exactly what I just said. You have been okay. loving yourself, and you've created yeah. an energy that's about self-love. But love with another is a very different energy. So vibrationally, you're putting out an energy that's about self-love, which is great and beautiful, and I'm praising you and applauding you for that. But okay. you're going to need to reopen up the vulnerable valve in your heart that's about not just self-love, that's about duo love with another. And there's a vulnerability in your body about that and in your emotional body that's a little nervous to do that. So you're okay. Not, oh, okay, you got it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm listening to you. It's, it's just fascinating just listening to you and what you're saying. So listen to, so re-listen to the tape of this. So you'll, it's, I would say re-listen to it a few times and work with what I said, and it will help you. Okay. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay. So, um, Lori, can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. My my phone just started beeping, and I don't know how much battery power I've got left. I, I can't imagine. Um, but if I do happen to disappear, I'll call right back in on a different phone. And I'll just keep talking about something um, (laughs) relevant. Um, We actually have two more callers. Great. And uh, the first one we're going to be talking to, I believe it's pronounced Lenise. Um, You're on the air with Dr. Lori. Hello. Hi, Lenise. Hello. How are you all? Good. How are you? I'm kind of a little bit discombobulated. Got some family issues going on. Got um, it. How can I help you? Uh, it's about the care of my mother. Um, she is terminally ill. The doctors say there's no more they can do, and I am trying to keep her home, as she, which was her last wishes to be home, and. I'm dealing with siblings who don't want to care for at home, and I feel like I'm just in a battle. And uh, today I just feel like giving up, you know, and letting them go ahead and place her somewhere because it's a fight. (laughs) Um, If, in fact, you find a place that is positive, she might be surprised. I feel there would be, and I wouldn't say this a lot of the time because I know how important it is to be at home, but... I'm feeling there's something calling her that there is a place where she would actually receive some really wonderful gifts and that there's a part of her that's kind of just given up and, you know, about this whole thing, being told that she's terminal and that there would be some beautiful, um, just some very beautiful gifts for her at one of the places which would actually make her um, passing more positive. And so it might be that this is all happening if, you know, it's, you're experiencing the negative of it, like, you know, the siblings aren't supportive. And, but I think there's something in the bigger picture that's calling the opportunity for a possibility. If you decide to keep her at home anyway, you know, that's fine, and it's beautiful and loving, 
Um, but you need some support and help for yourself because this is so much to take on. And that would be the kind of thing you would, you know, call me for off the air just to do some private sessions to get help because anyone taking on that big a, um, a responsibility needs support for themselves. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there another question you have about this? Um, maybe another um another category of a question. Yeah, go for it. I'm, go for it. I'm single and I've been single for a long time and with my mom's passing coming up it's making me feel very alone and I was wondering if there may be someone coming along for me and my mom's confused and one day she looks at me and said, You meet and fall in love right away. She just like said that out of the blue or you were talking about this? Just out of the blue. (laughs) I love it. Well, yeah, they get in, we think they're confused, but they start channeling people, you know, like that are leaving or planning to leave the planet, start getting a lot of information. They start opening up to all kinds of things. So I would, I would listen to that. I do feel there's someone, um, I, I don't, I don't feel that person's really, really near right now, but I feel that if you just this situation is bringing to your attention how much you really do want to have closeness and help and support, and that you're going to start feeling that more and thinking that more, and that's going to bring that to you, yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought she might be channeling. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. That's exactly what I got. Yeah, I get, like, a lot of times when people are closer to the other side, they'll be talking about, you know, these events that are happening and other beings and people they're seeing, and they really are. But they can also see, they start to see beyond time and space, and they can see things happening in others' worlds right here. So that's really Mm -hmm. beautiful. And then, of course, there is free will on Earth. So if one day you're like, no, I don't want to, I don't want this to happen. It can be blocked. So you it 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 can happen and it can come towards you as long as you stay you're staying open to it, which is naturally emotionally what you're doing. You're you're actually yes. going into new phase right now. That's really cool. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's a new phase, really. <laughs> For real, like never before. Yeah, these big Big situations really are catalysts for growth. It's pretty amazing, but it's, some of it feels great, and some of it's like, ah, growing pain, get me out. But it's how it works here on Polarity Planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling a little kind of fearful about it all. Trying not to be fearful, but well, I Well, you know what? Fear. Just keep affirming your intentions, what you want to experience, what you're here to generate. Like, if if you're feeling fear, that's cool. Love yourself in the fear, but then say, you know, my intention is to experience joy. And I ask whoever you ask, whatever higher power, whatever words you call it, the universe to help you with that, and the help will come. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Good to meet you. And my heart goes out to you. You're taking on a really big task, and bless you for that. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. You know, I'm going to share really openly here on the air that a lot of what we're taught, because my background's in psychology and everything, is 
we're taught about what we generate and create, and that's important. But I know for myself, no matter what I want to experience, I ask the universe for grace. I ask the universe for guidance. I know the universe is so much more beyond my my little individual self. I just consider myself a microphone, like everyone. So it works wonders. I'm constantly asking the universe for help. And you can, and some people, that means you ask the Divine Mother or God or Buddha or Allah, whatever your religion, spiritual path is, I honor them all, um, the higher power, but I, the Holy Trinity, whoever it is for you, I ask constantly for for help and forgiveness and guidance. And, and for me, that just works wonders. Everything's constantly shifting and changing. And a book that really helps with that is, is called Healing and Awakening the Heart. And if you, it's one of my books that is really meant to help people through hard times and also to manifest really good times. And it's called Healing and Awakening the Heart. And you can find it on Amazon if you just Google Dr. Lori Moore Healing and Awakening the Heart. It really, it will help the woman I just talked to tremendously, and it will help a lot of people out there. Well, that's great. Actually, that's great. Healing and Awakening the Heart, Animal Wisdom for Humans is the full title. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, um, so far my phone seems to be hanging in there, but again, if I if I suddenly disappear, I've, I've got a backup here. So um, <clears throat> we have time for about two more callers. So we've had another one just uh, call in. So next we're going to talk to Marie. Let me get your mic open. Hello, Marie. You're on the air with Dr. Lori. Hi. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Our <laughs> pleasure. I can't the show. Yeah, um, I was wondering if you could help me with my dog, Jack. Um, I've only had him for about a year and a half. Um, he just showed up like he knew me, and I ended up adopting him. He didn't. He was. He didn't have a home, so we kind of adopted each other. But um, I was wondering what happened to him before. He found me and I found him because I'm not kidding you. Sometimes when I leave, he just freaks out. I mean, I was at my neighbor's a couple of weeks ago and he tried to get in the house and he uh, tore up some of the screens trying to get in. And other times he's freaked out when I've left him inside uh, and I'm just going out to do errands right quick and What's well, going what on? he's saying, he's saying it's not so much what happened to him, although painful things happened to him, but the most painful thing that happened to him is he was waiting to be with you. He was waiting to be with you this life again, and he was wanting to be with you, and nothing else came close to that. So now that he's finally with you, because it's not arbitrary, he was looking for you, he was planning to find you, now that he's finally with you, he doesn't want to miss one second with you because he just loves you like you wouldn't believe. And he oh. came <laughs> and, Yeah, he came to be like an amazing like a best friend who just gives you this firmness and security and love and unconditional friendship love and but he also came because he needs that and he he was really suffering until he met you. He was waiting so long because he knew it was his destiny to meet you. And now he just doesn't want to let you out of his sight. He just he, he's so happy that he's with you. Oh, and you oh, know, and he's sorry. Like, he's sorry that he's so. Um, he's sorry that he says he gets really out of control when he's feeling anxiety, and he apologizes. Is there anything I can do to help yes. him with that? 
Um, when you're not with him before you go, explain to him when you'll be back, and then explain to him that once an, every hour while you're away, you're going to just beam love long distance to him, and that while oh. you're gone, he has a job, and you're going to figure out a positive job, something like, let me ask him what he wants. Um, his job is to be very patient and um, feel well and feel fill the environment with that feeling so that when you return, you too can enjoy that. And um, that that will help, too. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, okay. You're welcome. <laughs> so and I wish I was going to say, I would love to say it will be an easy road and it will change overnight, but it's going to take some time because he does need to calm down. But he's telling me he, he can learn, but it's going to take him some time. It's just like if, with any of us, if you ever have experienced like something that scares you or triggers you or like a habit that you have trouble changing, it takes some mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep reassuring him with those words. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye, Marie. Okay, well, we have one more caller, and that will be the last one for this evening. And we are going to talk to Mary in just a second. Okay, Mary, you're on the air. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, um, we just had an animal communicator come Sunday for a white cat that my niece got off uh, the Internet when a wonderful cat we all adored disappeared she had something happen to her it's a, you know i don't want to get too many stories but so this cat is living with me for a little over a week and she was found at four weeks old with fleas and she's part feral the communicator but um so i learned a lot about her but i think i've listened to you over the years i think you can go a lot deeper and uh her name's pickles we've added Luna at the beginning because my niece didn't like, but it's really niece's cat, but she's with me. I live right next door. It's kind of a, it was a complicated um, story for this woman, Jai, to to get into. She never heard anything like it, so. Um, but she's not all there. Like, the, um, this cat got exactly. separated. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, this cat got separated and didn't go through any of the normal developmental stages. So exactly. she's really like dissipated from life. She's like, she's just That's not all there. Said. Yeah. Yes. And so let me see what's needed. Um, yeah, she's three. She. See, she. To, I'll be really honest. She's in a struggle about if she wanted to stay on Earth. Well, that was our that was our summation. Is that that she'd probably be happier put down? But I know my niece isn't going to let that happen very mm. easily. Yeah, no, you know. she doesn't want to be put down. She actually deep inside wants to be loved and healed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but it's because the... it's it's like, what happened like um, some days ago. I put coconut oil on my face. She was licking herself. I came over. She started licking my face, and then I felt this love for her, and she bit me on the cheek. She's, <laughs> she she's really hurt. She has all these bonding yeah. disorders. All yeah. She just needs unconditional love, and then whatever amount of healing happens is just wonderful. That's all. Right. You go, you, yeah. you, you know, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just wondering if there was something more, I guess not. No, just <laughs> constant, unconditional love and good care. Lots of good care because she's 
her body's physically, it feels like she's getting good care, but she's not taking it in yet enough nutrient. She's not taking well, all- she, She's over-grooming. She's all bare around her neck. My niece has spent literally $500 on every holistic thing for her. We got, because of this last thing, we actually just started her on hard food because I think that's more comforting to always have food around, but she was, you know, doing much more healthy, organic stuff. But, um... She doesn't know yeah. how to fully take in nutrients or emotional nutrients. So it's a lot, right. it's just, it's like you think think of it like any progress is so wonderful because in her heart she's like so grateful if she just makes little progress. Like she's the one who feels the most trapped by her own self. It's a really hard feeling to have when you feel trapped by a limitation you have. And so she's very grateful. She wants the care and the love and and she'll just she'll just shift in her own time frame. Yeah, well, I knew that. Thank you. Yeah, but I'm, you're, you're welcome. You're wonderful. I've listened to you over the years, and I think you're Thank amazing. You. I'm so glad I got stuff. to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much. <clears throat> Bye. Bye. <clears throat> well, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Good job, Dr. Lori. Um, that was our our last caller. So um, just before we wrap up here, I want to um, once again tell everyone that Dr. Lori has a beautiful, loving gift of a free 15-minute mini-reading. All you have to do is email her at Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at drlorimore.com and write gift 15 in the subject line if you have not already taken advantage of her offer the last time she was here or um, you can also get a copy uh, free of Anna Miracle's DVD just by sending an email to the same place and type gift Anna Miracle's DVD and of course your website is Anna Anna Miracle's A-N-I-M-I-R-A-C-L-E-S and uh, is there anything else that you would like to say as we wrap up Oh, I'm just so grateful for this amazing audience and especially grateful for the four of you who create these um, forums and shows and the Starseed community, all of you. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege and it feels so delightful to be able to be part of it. I'm just extremely grateful. Thank you. You are so welcome and we love having you on the show because the energy of unconditional love just flows through your voice and your being. <laughs> and I think you're deaf, dumb, and blind to not pick that up. And maybe if you were, you'd pick it up. So I really, I just really um, love your energy and your Thank you. wonderful nurture. <laughs> Thank you. So with that, I want to thank everyone, especially Dr. Lori Moore, for joining us this evening. And from all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, We look forward to a wonderful week and getting with you again next week. So, Dr. Lori, thank you once more for being with us tonight. Thank you. Take good care, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And good night, everybody. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.